Penguins Collective Podcast is brought to you by Third Assist Hockey Company. Third Assist celebrates hockey at its roots, whether it's designing one-of-a-kind vintage and outdoor hockey gloves, or whether they're handcrafting custom wood hockey sticks, they're celebrating the history of the game we all love. TPC is the only media outlet with Third Assist discounts, so go over to thirdassist.com and use code TPC15 for 15% off of any gift for yourself or for your family this hockey season. Remember, use code TPC15 for 15% off. Hello and welcome to the Penguins Collective Podcast. My name is Louis. My name is Josh. And we are two brothers who love to debate about sports. Especially the Pittsburgh Penguins. All right. In this episode, we're going to talk about Crosby's achievements, the future of the defense, and also the march continues. Let's get after it. The Pittsburgh Penguins fall to the New York Rangers 4-2. to two. Oh boy, Josh, first thoughts. How are you feeling after this lovely loss to the New York Rangers? I am bored, I am tired, and I am sad. I am bored wow. because that was not a very entertaining game. Not at all. I felt like both teams were like all right if we have to play this game we're we'll play this game but they i don't i'm not saying they didn't want to be there i'm just saying it just wasn't entertaining to watch as a fan there were entertaining mm-hmm. moments but it was not an entertaining game not at um all. tired because i'm tired of losing like this yeah i, I just don't get it how we can have a game like we had against the Canadians where everything went well except for goaltending and we should have won the game. Mm-hmm. Tonight, everything went wrong except goaltending. Golden. Yeah. And we lost the game. So I don't so I don't know. Do you take away from that that it's not the goaltending? Or no, do you because take we away? even talk, we even talked about that last last episode where it's like Jari recently has been hot and cold, and yeah. the team has been playing down to their competition or up in tonight's instance. So I don't know. I I really don't, and it's I'm out of answers for all of this not like i had the answer to begin with what we josh mike sullivan listens to this podcast for what to do next game you know yes clearly because i mean i just i just don't even know i just don't even know and uh and sad because we we can't win (laughs) Like, we just, yeah, we can't win. Like, is it really? Go ahead. No, I'm just, I'm out of explanations. I'm out of reasoning. It's, 
it's kind of like you're just going through the motions and i we've had a few episodes where this like this where it's just like like what what are we even doing like not not us but like the penguins like what's what's even going on like are we just just packing it in for the game preparing for the next one but yeah because some games feel like that for sure because i mean look at how we played today like you said it wasn't really a an exciting game like maybe the the start of it everyone was kind of feeling the the you know the the intensity of it but then it quickly faded um yeah, I, was, when, I was gonna say i didn't really feel any intensity like i mean well, at the start I mean, of it like the hype of like penguins rangers but then that like that's my point that's my point like oh the situation and we're trying to get two points on the rangers and get some points in the in the in the standings and it's really important for us that energy was there in the beginning but then after that completely fell down and it was just not good um from an entertainment standpoint now did the penguins play consistently through the whole game no yeah no i mean i could say yeah this may be a hot take they were consistently average today yeah no that's not a hot take that's fair i mean like they weren't good at any time the only time that they were good was crosby pass to raquel that was literally the only time where my eyebrows raised and was like oh something's happening here and we had a little jump after that. I tweeted out after that goal that Sid gave to Raquel, uh, which was a milestone for Sid, but we'll get to that in a second. But a great pass from Sid to Raquel, as soon as that happened, the game elevated. Malkin's line came on, and it just really, you could feel the electricity starting. But as soon as the Rangers scored, we're back to deflation. Yeah. Back to deflation. And you see that, I feel like that's a pattern with the Penguins. There's hype because the game has started. Then there's no hype because they scored on us because we allow them to score on us first. Then there's hype because we tied the game, but because our defense has been playing so poorly, they score immediately after we score, which deflates us again until Either we tie the game, either we score more goals, or we lose. That That's literally the only options of what's happening with the Penguins recently. The only times where I could really feel the electricity, like when we were scoring nonstop in the beginning of the season, or when we were um, just kind of owning the game, maybe not necessarily outscoring them, but we were playing better is when we got to jump on the game, when we got to jump on the scoring. And I haven't seen that from the Penguins in a while. So to answer your question, or not answer a question, but to kind of piggyback off what you were saying, I don't know what's going on with the Pens. It felt like on coming, leading into the Canadian game, okay, we won in OT against the Rangers. Push the March of the Penguins. Now it's time to get into the groove, to get this playoff picture the way we want it. And then we lose to the Canadians, which should have been an easy win because Canadians went on to lose the next two games against other bad teams. 
and that shouldn't have happened, but I digress. And then we lose to the Rangers tonight, and you start to wonder, like, what happened to the excitement of Sunday? Why haven't we recaptured or rekindled that? Guys, the season's almost over. And I know... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say that. I mean, we talked about it last last game. Like, there's only 14 games left in the season. Yeah. You know, like, what... Like, yeah, that's still a lot of games left. But, like, what are you waiting for? Like, what's... What's the what's the goal here? Like, did they did they kind of figure with that loss to the Canadians? Hey, let's just you know hold serve here with the wild card and just. I don't I don't know because it would have been a great opportunity for the Penguins to uh, to it would have been a great um, opportunity to take some points and kind of. Keep the first wild card spot. Now, to piggyback what you just said, if we're to hold serve on our first wild card spot by winning against the Rangers, I'm okay with. But that's not what's happening. We're losing to the Rangers and we're allowing to just watch the, you know, if we're sticking to the tennis terms, Josh, we're just watching the ball go down the lane. We're not fighting yeah. to, 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 to do anything. So we're just allowing the Islanders to catch back up to us. We're allowing the Florida Panthers to just kind of keep on winning and getting closer and closing that gap. So I'm kind of getting scared because... I, I think they, they, they looked ahead. I think they peeked ahead and said, hey, after a loss to the Canadians, after, you know giving the Rangers a point and then the Rangers won again you know the night that we played the Canadians and then lose to them they probably figured okay if we lose these next two games to the the Rangers no big deal because we have if not the easiest one of the easiest remaining schedules in the NHL we just just need to win you know X amount and that's fine that's no, fine if that's their mentality hold on that's fine if that's their mentality but they need to win those easy games against teams like montreal like that would have made sense what you just said if they defeated montreal and said and we gave a point to rangers on sunday and said hey what happens with these Rangers games doesn't matter. You know, like whether we win, whether we lose, okay, we know we're, they're out of reach. So that's not going to affect us. That would have only made sense if we beat Montreal. But the fact that we didn't doesn't back that statement up. You know? Yeah. It's kind of hard to say, hey, we'll, we'll win these easy games after the Rangers and then <laughs> and lose an easy game in between playing the Rangers. This is this is not how that works. If you want to say that statement and we beat the the, the Canadians, I would agree with you, but it, I mean that doesn't hold up at all. And I know that's not what you're saying. I'm just saying if that's their mentality about this, that doesn't stand up 
at all. So, I mean, I don't know what's going on uh, with the Penguins. Today was the day to show a little fight. You had a day's rest. We got two defensemen back into the lineup, uh, Ruda and Petrie, after some scary situations. Um, Last game against the Canadians, not sure if they were to return. They did, in fact, return. And uh, P.O. Joseph uh, came back after a lot of discussion on the Twitterverse about why was he in the lineup after he made a terrible mistake um, against Montreal that, that well, kind of Kula- led to a Kulikov's goal. injury. Oh, yeah. Kulikov is on long-term uh, yeah. IR so that's, now. That's why P.O.J. is staying in there. But don't forget about Chad, Josh. Yeah, I know you, you got you Chad keep, on reserve. You keep referencing Chad. I don't think I, they're going to put him over POJ. I love that little baldy, and um, and uh, just want to say after today's um, mess up by PO Joseph. Okay, PO Joseph, same kind of situation. I don't know. If I would love to see a side by side of the two plays because it looked like PO Joseph once again pinched. When he clearly wasn't. And it just... He's got to stop. Like, basically. Because breakaway for what? Zabinajad? Was that who it was? The first goal? Yeah. Yeah. So, it was P.O. Joseph once again. Zabinajad breakaway scores. And that's on P.O. And that you, you gotta... You gotta take into that consideration you obviously got Latang messing up sometimes uh down low uh by the net and uh i don't know josh is defense i mean we've always kind of had that in the conversation of the reason why the penguins have been struggling this season but has it come to fruition or is it has it come to to, to head that it's the defense. That's what's killing us. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because it's also now become riddled with injuries. So, yeah. you know, I, I mean, you, you mentioned got it, it. Again. Yeah. So you get, you got Kulikov, like you mentioned, on long term injured reserve. You got uh, Petrie and Ruda who are coming off injuries against the Canadians. Get, get, against the Canadians. And then early in this game, Petrie gets an elbow. He's out. So now you're rolling five deep with already someone that you don't even want on there being P.O. Joseph. So really you have four defensemen that the coaches rely on. Now of the four, who do we like honestly rely on? Probably two. Being Latang yeah. and Pedersen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just my opinion. But I agree. Um, I just, I just, don't, I, I don't know. And there were plays where you're literally just shaking your head. Um, Kreider, I believe, is his name. His goal in the front of the net, like. Dumoulin, I mean... Oh, yeah. What ha- I know like, what you're talking about. Holy I just, I don't cow. know. He took... Uh, yes, he took his legs out. I get that. But at the same time, like, it's the positioning before that. 
before Kreider even picked out. Back to the goalie. Yeah. Back to the goalie. Hand across Kreider. Okay? You want to complain about a penalty, the ref could have called a penalty on you. Mm-hmm. For holding. For holding. It Kreider was pushing you to get in front of the net, which was is his job. That's every other team's all 31 teams like goal is to get you out of the way so they have a one-on-one with the goalie yeah dude you're the size of freaking the U- UM- the UPMC building in Pittsburgh okay Josh that's the tallest building here in Pittsburgh for those for, for right. those of you who don't know just so you know okay. just because I don't live there I do know that oh I just want to know you know <laughs> for some people who don't know Pittsburgh I'm just kind of relate to the people, the Yinzers in the area, okay? How is he easy to take down like that, okay? I understand Dumoulin's mentality was trying to get the call, but he just fell like a sack of potatoes, and then they scored, and he goes, there should have been a penalty. How about you cross-check the crap out of Kreider? I don't think think he was trying to get the call. I think, like, in the beginning... All wasn't made after uh, the fact, right? I think that he was he was trying to get position, failed at doing so, and then when his legs got swept out underneath him, that's when he got upset. But at the same time, it's like you weren't positioned well enough to begin with. So there's a defensive play that you know that's the second goal. You know, you touched on the first one with POJ. The second one is uh, Dumoulin. And then the third... What one was the third? I'm blanking on it. What? The it was Rangers Chris goal? Kreider, Chris Kreider, too. Oh, no. Chris Kreider got empty the em- net. empty no. netter. Empty net was... Dang it. Why am I blanking on that, that third goal? Third goal was... Or was it an empty net? Did they get two empty netters? No chance they got two empty netters. Oh, Tyler Mott. Chris Kreider was the third goal. Tyler Mott was the second goal. So Zabanajad had the breakaway. Tyler Mott had the the was it was it a can you classify that as a turnover? That was a turnover, right? Tyler Mott where he, he had the puck all by himself right in front of Jari. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, a turnover, yeah. but I, I can't remember who that was. But I, I yeah, I, I know what you're saying. Go ahead. All all of these instances, the the common denominator is defense. Yeah. And you'll you'll go on Twitter, you'll listen to other podcasts, you'll read other articles, and I think a lot of people are gonna be talking about um other things. They're gonna be talking about um, you know, uh, what's his name? The fourth line center now, Jeff Carter. Carter. Why did I blank Carter. on his name? Jeff Carter, him being out there with, you know, under two minutes to go with an empty net. Like what? Like mm-hmm. that, that's a, that's a legit question. Like, why is he on the ice when we have an extra attacker? Like why? I don't get it. Um, you know, you tweeted about it first what? firstly it first incorrectly but then you corrected it 
the empty net. Well, it was because of you. I, I was too quick to tweet. Yeah. So, the empty net goal. You want to put? You want to? I'll, I'll, I'll explain it because I got it right. Okay. Oh, okay. Sorry. Malkin is on the blue line. We have an extra attacker, and he takes the pass from Latang. Decides to pass it back to Latang. But Latang's got a guy all over him. And Malkin just half-heartedly passes it to him. And, you know, we don't need to go over every inch of that play. But then, you know, Rangers get it and score the empty netter. But it's like... It, it's the same issues with the power play. It's poor execution, poor passing... Yeah. That leads to no shots, that lead to no goals. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I'm not gonna sit and sit up here and pretend like I'm some hockey guru, but like the fact that I can point out all these flaws, it's like not a good sign. Because yeah, like the, like like. And you know, you know a little more of hockey than the average person, of course. Sure. But- the average person. I'm talking the person who doesn't really follow hockey, uh, but like we're just talking about people in Pittsburgh. They know of hockey, right? They yeah. can be. I, I had someone come up to me and go, "Who doesn't know hockey?" Who goes, "Oh man, the Penguins aren't playing well this year, huh?" I'm like, "Shut up! You don't know. You don't know what's not like. It's kind of like, I mean, no, they're not, but like." Hey, you know, it's kind of like you want to rebuke, like rebuke them, but you're like, I mean, they're not, but like, stop, like you know, it's it's that kind of situation. Um, but yeah, the average person knows that we've been playing bad. Yeah, and it's just weird because like this this team, I shouldn't say for my whole life because it's not accurate, but for majority of my life. I've been a, you know, dominant team, a team that you, 100%. a team that you, I shouldn't say are afraid to play because you, like as a professional athlete, you shouldn't be afraid to play someone, but like, but it's there's, a, different. there's a, there's a, a respect level. Yeah, it's going it's into Sydney it. Crosby and the Pittsburgh Penguins, right? Yeah. It's like, think about it. Anytime someone does promotion for the, a game, right? They always go whoever like the capitals take on sydney Sydney crosby Crosby and the penguins yeah Mm -hmm. the reason why is because they have been so dominant and crosby leading the dominant dominance Mm -hmm. so far with the penguins uh i mean let's just get it out of the way right now speaking of sydney crosby yeah go for it 18 seasons he's been in the league 18 years by the way he has 18 seasons of a point per game average. He just scored his 82nd point, so be on that 100 point watch for Sid. 80, 83rd. Oh, 83rd because he, he got the second, second assist. Yeah. Yeah. So now he has over zero yeah. <laughs> zero. Um, but he has um 82 points per game. Well, sorry, a point per game average for the 18th year in a row. That is incredible. That is one behind uh, the great Wayne Gretzky. Uh, so 
he's he with all signs point to him doing it again next year by the way and all signs point to that he's going to do it the year after so yeah. all i'm saying is is he better than gretzky that's a conversation for another time uh but with all that being said he has been dominant for 18 years and doing that for 18 consecutive years brings a dominance and brings a reverence level of respect and level of intimidation when it comes to other uh teams think about the seattle kraken think about that right just new to the league it's their first second year okay I'm, I, I don't know this second. league is so long second year yeah second year i think so so their second year in the league Third. you gotta think some of those guys on that team who's been in the league but all that now you have me guessing is it second or first year I don't know, but whatever. They're new. Who cares? They're a new team. There's going to be some guys on that team who haven't played as much as the other guys in the NHL. And when they know they're playing the Penguins, there's a level of intimidation. Oh, it's the Penguins? Oh, we're in Pittsburgh? And that's all due to the fact of Sidney Crosby being dominant. It's all due to the fact of the legacy that's been the Pittsburgh Penguins for the last 18 years. Yeah, but I don't I don't think it's like I understand what you're saying, but I don't think it's the the same thing that what would have been five years ago. Okay, like five years ago. Well, well, hold on. Are we talking six years ago? Two thousand. Where's my math at? 2016, 2017. That's when we won the cup. Like seven years ago now. I know. Isn't that crazy? Jeepers. I, I I remember that cup win like it was yesterday and absolutely yeah. yeah anyway okay. continue so talking six seven years ago it, it's a different attitude that teams had going into Pittsburgh than they do now like I think I think they do see you know not the writing on the wall but they see the the, the age the age yes yes so sid is is still there like i think no one is doubting sid's greatness and he's still a dom what top five in the league still i mean personally i would yes no i just mean this year with points oh top five legitimately yeah i'm pretty sure he's in top five maybe top 10 i don't know but still, the fact that he's still there after all this time, I don't think people are questioning Sid. They're questioning the team now. It's tied for 11th. Okay. So a lot so of like, good guys in the league now. That's what I'm saying. And they don't, they don't okay, fear these guys. Okay, but the fact that Sid is still there. Malkin's not even the top 25, so I'm not even worried about that. But um, Sid is still dominant. What? Where, where's Malkin? 22nd. Are you serious? <laughs> Man, I'm like on point right now, but I, I you know, I, I said he's not in the top 25, but I was being hopeful. There yeah. was. But that's only because Zucker. Zucker's in like the top 15. Where is he? Lower? The only two penguins in the top 25 are Malkin and Crosby. That's bogus. That I, That doesn't seem right. This is just points. Just points, man. 
Anyway, where was I going with this, Josh? The Pittsburgh Penguins, um, they're not feared anymore, uh, to your point. I think it's 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 just Sidney Crosby's who's feared. You know, it's I'm I'm watching a Netflix documentary um called Breakpoint. It's about the tennis players um on the tour, on the ATP tour, and they almost talk of one guy, like elusive, and he's the greatest. And you never know how he's going to react. He's always a dominant player, and it's always crazy to play against him. It's always an honor to play against him. And that's Rafa Nadal. These young guys who are playing like, oh, it's Rafa. Like, I have to play against Rafa. I'm basically screwed. I feel like that's the same mentality that players come in, coming to Pittsburgh. Like, oh, I'm playing against Sidney Crosby. Holy cow. But they're not worried about, like, losing the game. <laughs> you yeah, know, they're, that, that's they're like, I'm is. playing Sydney Crosby, yeah. but mm. I feel like we're going to beat them 6-3. to three, So I think we're good. Yeah. And like you said, in 2017, it was, well, chalk this up as a loss as we do our Pennsylvania trip. You know, it's it's kind of that. Um, and, and I think the Penguins have lost that edge. That edge of that, the swagger. Mm. Mike Sullivan. Sullivan. Swagger. Speed. Penguins hockey. We're not doing any of this. (laughs) Not doing anything. Mike Sullivan is the best coach when it comes to speed and swagger. And you know if we say swagger, you know what we mean. Just the way, oh, and uh, what is it? Resilience. Resilience Mm -hmm. is the other word. Guess what? Penguins don't have any resilience this year. Maybe one or two games resilience. But man, oh man, did they they don't show resilience, they don't show speed, and they don't show any more swagger. So I know all this to say, all this to say, yes, the Penguins aren't feared anymore. Um, but I still think Crosby should be feared and one other person should be feared that people are kind of dogging right now, Josh. And that's Mike Sullivan. Mm. I think he should still be feared as a coach in the NHL. I still think he's doing a great job. I know what everyone's complaining about. Why are you putting Carter out there on in overtime? Why are you putting Carter in in these types of situations? And I'm telling you, he's doing the things that we don't see. Look at P.O. Joseph, okay? All of us were complaining. Why isn't P.O. Joseph in? He's a young defenseman. That's great. That's exactly what we need. And then he puts him in. And he he makes a huge mistake. He makes a huge mistake in, in the game against Montreal. And then what does he do tonight? Makes another huge mistake. And I tweeted out saying, I get it. I get why he was benched. I told like I I'm not going to doubt Mike Sullivan about who to start and who not to start. Now, you guys got to understand there's reasons why Carter is being used in certain situations in in certain aspects of the game. He's a great face off taker. Yeah. And I feel like everyone's kind of forgetting that. No, I I do one on one or a two on one. Do I want Carter in there? No, of course not. But if we're in an offensive zone with a minute left to go in the game and we're down by one, I'm putting Carter in the offensive zone so he can win us a face-off. After he wins us a face-off, get off the ice. That's what he does in overtime. That's what he does. The and opening face-off. Yeah, sorry. 
No, yeah, no, no, you're right. He he takes the face off and then books it. Gets off the ice and then who comes on? Crosby. Cros well, Crosby's probably already on there. He's probably playing wing with Gensel. So who's coming on? Latang. Or someone. Or it's probably Gensel that comes on. I have to look back, but I'm almost positive it's Crosby. I disagree, but that's fine. I'm pretty sure in Sundays it was Crosby taking the wing, but it's fine. So, um, are you going to fact check me right now? I have, go no, ahead, way fact check me. I have no way to fact check that. You could just go back to the archives, yep. look at the game, the live game. Let me do it right now. <laughs> right, right now, Josh. You have five seconds. Um, so, all that being said. I'm not going to be on this podcast and dog Mike Sullivan or Sidney Crosby. Will I say that, hey, man, that was a bad decision? Or, hey, that was, hey, he didn't play well. Sure. No one's perfect. But no one's perfect. But I will die on this hill saying that Mike Sullivan is the only coach in the NHL right now to coach the Pittsburgh Penguins. Hands down. He is still need, He still needs to be feared as a coach. What? Phenomenal at coaches' challenges. He knows how to just play the guys. Got his 400th guys. win on Sunday. Got his 400th win in the, as a Penguins head coach. Um, he is a good coach. I do not want that to get out there saying that. Oh, he's he's washed up. Maybe it's his time to go during the off season. I don't think so. I think it's Hextall's turn to go. I feel like everyone forgot about Hextall in the last week. This is still Hextall's mistakes. This is still Hextall's uh, decision-making that put a slow team that's not feared anymore. That's Hextall's doing. That's John Rutherford's doing. Wait until we get a new GM, get younger guys on the team, get speed, get swagger, guarantee you we're going back to the cup. Why? Because we got Sidney Crosby of Guinea Malkin, who needs to play better, by the way. Don't think I'm not holding Malkin accountable. He has not been playing well. And then you have uh, you have the core. You have Gensel, Rust, Raquel, Zucker, and a younger core, a younger bottom core. And then you have Mike Sullivan behind the bench. That's a cup team. I don't care who you – I would put that roster up against anyone if we get younger guys and we get a better D. Come on. That's a cup team. And who do I want behind the bench to lead these guys? That's Mike Sullivan, baby. That's Mike Sullivan. So I hate going on Twitter right now and people are saying, oh, I can't believe he would put Carter out in overtime or I can't believe he would put Carter out in the offensive zone with a minute left to go with an empty net. There's a reason why. He's good at face-offs. Statistically, he is great at face-offs. He's our best face-off taker. Of course he's going to be out there. Now, the problem is, is that he stays out there, which yeah. is not good. Now, maybe that's something Sullivan is working with uh, Carter. Carter wants to play. He he had what against the Montreal game? How many minutes? Like five? Five minutes he played, I'm pretty sure. Maybe Carter is upset. Maybe Carter wants to play more. There's conversations happening behind closed doors that we can't see. So with that being said, I'm defending Mike Sullivan to the death it's accurate yeah uh see i'm pretty quick jeff carter did only what was it four minutes and like 18 seconds eight minutes and 28 seconds okay that's low that's low that for whole, that whole line. that whole fourth line dan heinen six minutes archibald just under six minutes so my point 
It was tough. Mike Sullivan is doing things. But remember, Penguins fans, remember, remember, it's one game. Right? And and, and one ahead. thing I, I, I want to say that I keep reminding myself, you know, going towards the playoffs, is that we just got to make sure we have three deep. Because yeah. if you remember the 2016-2017 playoff run, it yeah. was three lines. We were rolling three lines. We didn't do four. There was a fourth, but I mean, it wasn't. Right. It, they were playing those types of minutes, like five to ten minutes. That's it. Like that's all we you need them out there for. But we were rolling three deep, and that's why I like that new change that Sullivan did with the lines. I like why like how he did that. Brought, um, uh, was it uh, Granlund up have? to the third line center? Oh yeah, Granlund third line center. And, and then, um, uh, not Archibald. Let's see how fast I am. Let's see how fast I am. Well, because the issue now is, um, po- uh, po- Paling? Poling is Poling. back. Yeah. But wasn't, I want to say Rust was on the third line? Because wasn't Nylander on the second line? Yes. Yeah, yes. so Rust was on yes, the third Rust line. Rust was on the third line. I wish that would come back. But he went well, away yeah, from that tonight. Nylander is now a scratch. Yeah, he went away from that tonight. He brought Rust back up to the second line. Um, third line was O'Connor, Grandland, and... I'm looking. I'm looking. Hold on. Can't even find it now, but... I'm looking at the... the... Oh, I had all this stuff drawn, pulled up, and I didn't even have it. It's fine. It's fine. Give me like four seconds. Found it. So O'Connor and Raquel. Uh, sorry, excuse me. Poling, Carter, and Archibald is the third line. Fourth line. Fourth line. Excuse me. O'Connor, Granlin, and Raquel was the third line to oh. Raquel. He moved Raquel down. Russ is. But on that the was just line. for the start because R- Raquel got the goal off of Crosby's assist. So that was clearly just a start. Oh, I see. So then Russ got moved down to the third. Raquel, they swapped mid-game. Now, Mike Sullivan has been known to switch up lines mid-game. So who was the top line tonight, the starting? Gensel, Crosby, Rust. Then it was Zucker, Malkin, Nylander. No, that's not wrong. That's that's, that's wrong. That Yeah. Because Nylander was a scratch. Correct. I'll find but it. that's what the Penguins officially posted. For today? Yeah. Nylander did play. He did? I didn't even see him I out there. I didn't see him. Oh, that's bad. Josh, we're bad at our jobs. Wow. We're bad at our jobs. I didn't even, I didn't even see his presence okay, out there. But, all right. But you have to give us the benefit of the doubt here. He's got zero across the board. He doesn't have a... a, a uh, plus or minus doesn't have a, a hit doesn't have a shot was he, he a have... last night scratch no was he he no. played, he physically played 13 minutes 13 minutes he did absolutely nothing nothing no shots no hits that's that must be disappointing so so he scrambled some lines clearly so that way, because Rick, like you said, Raquel scored from a Crosby assist. 
and there's yeah. no way he's putting the third line after Sid's. So either he was on the second line or he was well, on the first line. No, it, but that's what I'm saying. He could have he could have went three three lines deep again because Jeff Carter only played eight minutes again. Okay, so then all right, so that so that answers my yeah that question. So um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I get it. I get it. I absolutely get it. Oh, I think that'll pretty much do it for this episode, Josh. Yeah, we'll, we'll be right back here on Saturday talking yeah. about the same thing. Next game is Saturday against the New York Rangers. We will be in Madison Square Garden again. Uh, so get ready for that. That's an 8 o'clock start, not a 7 o'clock yeah. start. So a little delayed there. Get ready for uh, kind of late night. Kind yeah, of late night. Late night. Late night. It's Saturday, though. All good. Um, but yeah. Josh, where can these beautiful people find us and where can they interact with us and how can they get to know us a little bit better? Yeah, so the main place to do that is Twitter at Pens Collective. Yes. And wherever you are listening to this podcast, that's where you find us. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Amazon Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, wherever you you find us that's where we that, are that that offer still stands for the amazon podcast and if you don't know what i'm talking about you have to go back to our last episode against the canadians okay go back to our last episode and you can get uh if you if you if you know what i'm talking about i don't want to give it away because i don't want to keep on reiterating it every episode josh they need to be listening they need to be getting information Okay, so the deal still stands. So, just throwing that out there. Continue. Okay. Um, but <laughs> wherever you are, just like, comment, leave a review, whatever they offer. Uh, and like I said last episode, hop around, go to those other platforms, leave us a five star on Amazon, and then hop over to Spotify, leave us a review, hop on over to Apple, subscribe. Do do it a do it all. It's greatly appreciated. Um, and it's not just to boost our egos. I just want to put that out there. It's no, not we're, we're just trying to feed into the algorithm. Correct. Boost boost us so that we can get out there to other peng, penguins fans and even yeah, some Rangers fans. Build... I guarantee they're listening too because they want to hear us whine and complain and hate. No, they're just gonna see me post gifs on yeah. Twitter. Jif Jif Gladiator over That's here. That's what I was called today. I, <laughs> I feel really proud of that. So, but yeah, I mean, we appreciate all that you guys do for us. You guys listening, we we notice our 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 listen count, our our fan base, as uh, Spotify calls it, is growing. So we appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much for doing that. It really does mean a lot. And we're asking you to do this to hop on every single channel, not because it boosts our egos, but does help the algorithm. It pushes the Penguins Collective out there. Our goal is to grow the biggest Pens fan base on all those platforms. We want to be all big. We want to have you guys on the podcast. That's why it's, we, we called it the Penguins Collective. It's all of us. We're a collective of Penguins fans, and we want to grow that. But that'll do it for this episode. Josh, as always. Let's go, Pens. Let's go, Pens.